everyone. This is Curry Steph and welcome to Under the Hoops, an NBA Top Shot podcast. This is episode seven. I'm happy to get to this milestone because uh, the average podcast only lasts seven episodes. So uh, hopefully you hear more from me in the next few weeks so I can beat the averages. This episode, just want to capture, I guess, where we're at with the run it back uh, off-season uh, pack drops and challenges. Got a few more, a couple more weeks of that before the NBA season starts and we'll be finishing season four, hopefully. It's been, uh, as we know, it's been a longer season. They've, I think they've tried to stagger it a little bit better for releases going into season five. Do they move season four out a bit? The games will start. They can then, you know, work on season five moments a little bit later on. And I think that's kind of a healthy staggering going forward. So I think we're all just going to be patient. Uh, but yes, season four will end shortly. Um, so just, I guess, to recap, the legendary runner back 2014-19 finished. Uh, Dane Lillard, I think, had 28 completions, currently sitting at 4,000 US for the, the wave, which was the te- technically the first audio it's got the crowd noise uh, with the moment. So kind of taking a leaf out of um, NFL all day and some other um, NFTs using audio, which I appreciate. I hope they incorporate that going forward for more moments, even do something tricky, hide the audio in the background. It's better to just get it in there. And even if it's not live, maybe one day you'll get the approvals and you can just turn it on like a switch. That's my little tip try and see if you can sneak it in there um and get approval later um not sneak it in but you know embed it somehow so you can just turn it on later um and then yeah the Kawhi that finished at 41 um completions obviously huge demand for that as as we said Rome was buying there's a late push for a few more completions and you can buy that for four, just under four and a half thousand US now, that's that's pretty reasonable, I think. Um, if someone's new to Top Shot or wants to get an iconic moment, that's probably where it, it should sit, uh, maybe a bit higher in the future. Once uh, once it kind of irons out, I think that's, you know, it's, a, it's an in-demand moment. So I think that sounds about right. So we've had the completion of the, the Joker um, onto the Origin Rares. So we've had Joker completed, I think it was around 225 completions. Um, kind of started, everyone who um, received this moment and opened it up, the first moment that was bought was, I think it was his number one serial um, or or uh, jersey, I can't remember, but it sold for 1500 USD. So Everyone who owned that got 15,000 top shot score straight away. You know, regardless in the future, if it sells for, you know, $200, $20, everyone inherited that score because that was the first moment, first, uh, the highest the top shot scores being with someone holding it. So, um, yeah, a little, I guess, nuance there that everyone who owns a Joko from that one benefited, um, significantly uh, for, for Nuggets and also for um, the Jokic 
high leaderboard if, if you do care about those things. So the next Origins uh, challenge will be the Tatum, and that's not till just after the 24th of October. So you've got a bit of while before the next rare challenge reward. So we've got two drops left for the rare sets. Legendary's done. You know, that's all finished now. Just focus on the rares. So we had one drop first, which was all 11. These next two drops are splitting. Uh, drop two's got uh, five new players with the archives. And then drop three on the 24th will be the remaining six. And um, together, you will be able to do the, the Tatum um, rookie year rare and, you know, the only one of its kind. So um, just looking at that, there's a few, I guess, ways to get Origins rare packs. Um, there's one, a one-off kind of uh, leaderboard crate where you can get all of the moments through a Vern leaderboard. Uh, that's for very few people. But um, there was one last uh, set-locking reward for, for some users, and um, you can look it up if you're one of the lucky few who, who did lock up to, to gain a uh, Rare Origins Drop 2, which is this one coming up. Um, I think there's 300-odd users who are benefiting from locking a Rare set from Season 1 to 3, and they, they locked in the, like, the last window. So... Um, that's how it was in previous previous season that you got a locking a pack a rare pack if you locked a rare set so or you know the common s1 to s3 so there was a couple of nuances it wasn't just rares um and i hope they do something similar to that in the future uh so yeah you can get you can get an origins drop two pack um from that or you can get one through having the top 25 for each of these respective players. So the players that are available are Joel Embiid, Zach Levine, DeJounte Murray, Chris Stapps, Pasingas, and Jalen Brown. So they're the five players in this uh, rare pack drop. So on, on Tuesday, there'll be a, a leaderboard for each player of those, of those five players, if you're in the top 25, um, you will get a pack. So there, there'll be another leaderboard where you can burn, run it back rares from uh, previous uh, series. And if you're in the top 140, uh, you will get a Origins pack. So I, I said last time I was lucky to get in there, I burnt uh, Andre Miller, I'd run it back. I had 2,900 TSS. And I think I scraped in, uh, I think the one place that came 140th was around 2,800 or 2,700. So that's kind of where the cutoff was last week. Uh, so maybe that's what you want to target. But again, you know, don't spend more than $50 of value if you think, you know, you can get the packs required. Maybe you want to spend a little more because the pack, you think the pack is worth more than $49. And I think based on how the rares are doing, you know, this drop on Thursday, you could value the pack at $60. So maybe you want to spend $60 worth of value. That's up to you and how you determine the value. So on Thursday, 
at 3 p.m. There's a total of 950 packs available and they're split evenly between the website and the app. So 475 on the website, 475 on the app. Uh, I've never tried to queue on both. Uh, I think I didn't even realize for um, one of the previous drops that there were split. <laughs> so there you go, it pays to pay attention. Um, so yeah, maybe the strategy is to go on both and see if you can get both packs on both. It's a pretty small amount available. So see how you go. I think one thing we need to make sure or you should be aware of is that the cereals, which were previously um, bid on uh, in leaderboards, are all available. So the number one, the Jersey match and the perfect mint cereal for these five uh, rookie origin rares for this drop two are all up for grabs. And we don't know how they're going to be found. They could be found from your, you know, your set reward. They could be found on the app pack. They could be found from a burn leaderboard. So um, they're all up for grabs there. So that's great. I like, I like, I like how they're mixing it up after that. Next week on Tuesday, October 17th, we've got the archive, next archive pack, which is $10. Uh, and then after that, we've got the final origin, the final archive on the 24th. So that's, that's how we are looking. So, you know, maybe in your rare pack, it's 10 moments you get in your rare pack, quite a lot of archive moments. You, you might be able to bulk out a lot of the archive series from your rare packs if you get a couple. Um, but yeah, there's still opportunities through a standalone archive on the 17th and the last archive and rare on the 24th. So moving on, uh, so the upcoming challenges, obviously the, the Tatum rare challenge reward, you can't get till after the 24th because we've only got five in the moments. So then, you got to wait for the other six from drop three on the 24th. Then you do the Tatum challenge reward. A few days after that, you have to get all 24 and then you can do the Luca challenge reward. So you're looking, you know, probably by the end of the month, you'll be able to have the Luca in your hands. So that's how that's staggering. Just a bit of a recap, I guess, of the rares that were, that did come out um, of this of the origin series so far so all these origin rares are and archives i guess are all contribute to the all-time top shot score which is um a twenty-five thousand uh top shot score to your team leaderboard um so i wanted to bring that up because i noticed that some people were um obviously keen to get the their team leaderboard set complete um and that would be through um finish, getting the origins and uh, archives required so i guess just to go through some of the ones that may have um benefited and why you're looking at the marketplace and seeing that some some rares are higher than others and maybe it is because of the player but also because of the uh, team, the TSS leaderboard uh, benefits to your team to climb that team leaderboard. Uh, so I would always say that 
I wouldn't spend too much money on team leaderboards, you know, and, you know, the benefits are, there, there are small benefits, I would say, you know, you get the end of season rewards and things like that if you're in a, in a certain amount. But again, um, I wouldn't spend too much money on it. But in any case, the SGA was the first one for the Clippers. Um, Chris Paul is still the run it back bottleneck. So again, I think his price is just based on popularity mainly and maybe some Clippers holders wanting that. The Wiggins, uh, Timberwolves, Rare, uh, that's seen a bump. Previously, the Levine dunk in the Legendaries was the bottleneck, but it's now, well, it's been realized that Levine's also getting um, the Rare in this drop coming up. So so Wiggins and Levine will, will be a kind of a joint bottlenecks um, on that one. Then you've also got uh, Brogdon, which will be the um, bottleneck for the Milwaukee Bucks. So Milwaukee's generally, you know, Hornets, Timberwolves and Milwaukee were kind of some of the easy teams to complete previously because they didn't have any historical or all-time bottlenecks. But now Brogdon's needed um, to complete the Bucks, so he'll be in demand. Um, Ingram's seen a bump for the Lakers, but you know, you got James Worthy, who's a legendary, um, which you need also for the all time. So I don't see a bumping too much, um, further. Um, so, you know, looking at the next five, again, I, I mentioned Levine is in this drop too. You've got Prasingas, he's in the New York Knicks, um, He's not the bottleneck. He's got some of the run-it-backs. I think Tamalo Anthony and some of those um, season one run-it-backs uh, bottlenecking the Knicks all-time set. And then the other three, Jalen Brown, Embiid, and DeJunte Murray already have um, moments in, the, in that uniform when they started in their rookie year. So that's a bit of an overview. Um, one other thing is uh, the arc. So one other thing that can happen is archive moments from other years can, I guess, de-bottleneck. So for the paces all time, previously, you only had the season one runner back, Paul George uh, moment to 299. He's, and he's got an archive coming out um, from another year in, in the paces uniform. So he doesn't become a bottleneck anymore. But the Roy Hibbert was also part of that set in the paces, and he's now the bottleneck. So you kind of got this bottlenecking, and I guess you could call it de-bottlenecking of some of the all-time sets. So if that's your thing, if you're really chasing your team's um, all-time bonus, which is the 25,000 additional top team score you get, top shot score for your team, um, it could be worthwhile uh, going for those too. One other thing I want to talk about is I was at a card show in Sydney on the weekend. Um, I collect basketball cards as well as top top shot moments. Um, and I think both can exist. I think both appeal to me in different ways. I love top shot because of the, um, it, capt- it really captures the moment when you watch it live. I think they're more appealing to, to, to watch 
if you, you know, on your phone. I think that's, a, you know, the limitation of a, a photo on a piece of cardboard is you've only captured one frame, whereas Top Shot, you captured the whole moment, you know, whether it's the game winner or the, the amazing dunk. And yes, I can appreciate a still image. You know, there's many iconic Jordan Cuff, you know, cardboard moments, him flying through the air. Um, and, you know, that that is can be appreciated on cardboard. Some of the designs on cardboard are pretty cool with different refraction um, and things like that. So, yeah, I think both have a place. I, I like I like cardboard. You can get autographs and um, memorabilia. You get patches on cardboard, but I like Top Shot because the, the moment is more realer to me. And then you can, you know, you can print them out on um, infinite objects and, you know, hang it up. Put it, put it up next to you on your desk. So both have a place. Um, I always find it funny when one person hates one or the other because um, at the end of the day, it's, it's what you love to collect. Don't let anyone change that. Yes, there was a huge run-up in March of 2021 of NFTs, but there was also a huge run-up of cardboard. Everyone was at home. There was money coming in to help uh, spending and uh, people put that money into hobbies um, and both were victims of success. So yeah, I like both of them. I enjoyed my time on the weekend. There were people asking about different cards. I was, I was actually selling there. So I did sell some of my cardboard. I'm trying to I guess get some more money and maybe I'll put that back into Top Shot. Um, but yeah, there's, there's quite a few people asking about uh, SGA, Anthony Edwards, um, Lamelo Ball, um, Ja Morant, uh, and uh, a few other players. I, I did sell some um, manual quickly, some Bones Highland cards, which I was surprised. Um, about, but yeah, it's interesting to see what people are after because I think the popularity of certain players kind of transfers across um, in both cardboard and um, top shot. So you can see, um, yeah, potential buying opportunities based on demand and you know one or the other. Um, but I think I think top shot's good because the liquidity happens quick and you can. You know, you can take an office with a click and you can rebuy into the whole marketplace. It's all there and available. Whereas cardboard, you know, some some moments, and yes, some moments are hidden. You know, if you're looking for the Jamarant debut cosmic, I think it's only 25 and there might not be any listed. So, you know, that's just not available for sale. And you might maybe you have to message people on, on the top shot and, and try and find them. In cardboard, the same can be said. Like, if you want a, a rare Jordan autograph, you know, mid 90s, you might not even know who owns one. So, the blockchain has everyone registered who's on there, and they're all authentic. And I could do a whole episode about cardboard versus um, Top Shot and, you know, 
compare them. Um, love to do a debate with someone on that. And I think both of them have their merits, you know, from a traceability perspective, enjoyment perspective. Um, but I guess, yeah, it's always interesting to see, um, you know, how fandom is, is translated from, you know, the players that are doing, if the players are entertaining, they're doing well, you know, it's going to transfer on, on every platform um, and, and, and in any way you collect. So, um, yeah, I like collecting both and I'll keep doing that. But, uh, yeah, just thought I'd talk a little bit about my experience on the weekend with that. Thanks for listening, guys. Bit of a shorter, shorter episode today. Just wanted to keep you all updated with what's happening on the blog. Um, and, uh, yeah, see you next time.